When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Schmodown Rundown, the official episode of the movie trivia Schmodown. My name is Brad Gilmore. You might know me by another name. You might know me as the boat. Oh, my God. You're my dream boat, for sure. Brad Gilmore, little bitch. Brad Gilmore, little bitch. Hey. Him two times. And Him I'm two joined. times. I'm joined. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was about to kick a freestyle for you. I'm joined by the man with the sexiest of numbers, Frankie Boy Janish. What a week, Brad. What a week. We had uh, some new things happen this week. We had some unexpected things uh, unexpected things happen this week. We had some, for some people out there, some, some tears were spent as well. We're going to get into all of it, Brad. Uh, I'm glad to be here with you and that you could take the time out of your day with your busy, busy schedule to sit down here with us um, this evening. Uh, you're not interviewing me on 2020. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't, yeah, it kind of came out like that, but I was like, you're doing the FCL and blah, 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 and, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, I'm a very important individual, and we're going to talk about all that. But first off, yeah, i got to yeah. say, to describe my feelings of this week. Oh, mamacita. Oh, yeah. You know oh. what I mean? I mean, it was a full spectrum of all kinds of things and goings on that we should address. Um, but first, Ben, you know, how are you, man? How's everything going in the world of Frank Jennings? I'm Okay. Brad, I'm doing good. Uh, you know what? Actually, this week's been kind of rough. Kind of rough. Uh, it, but like in a good. You cut and a yourself bad way. shaving again? No, no. Oh, not your face this time. All right, moving on. This is a family show, Brad. Family show. Uh, no, like I did. I did get the vaccine this week, so that was great. Oh. And like the which like one? A day, uh, Johnson and Johnson. Oh, Don't one shot. One shot killer. One shot. One and done. Don't Woo! be fooled by it. It's it's good to go. Uh, so I'm very happy about that. But, like, it did, like, zap. Like, a day later, it just zapped my energy. And I was, like, just tired. So, like, that was good, but kind of, like, kind of stunk. And then uh, the other thing was, you know, I had a new schedule work happening at work. And, like, it was, it's been a little rough over there. But, uh, like, I jammed my thumb really, really bad earlier in the week. And I couldn't do anything. And you forget, like, just how much you use your thumb for, like, just the most mundane things. Like That's why you to- cut yourself shaving. <laughs> yeah no instead i would try to put some um uh, toothpaste on my toothbrush and i couldn't like push out the toothpaste because my thumb hurt i was like 
I never realized I used my thumb for that. In that, like, I was like, I couldn't even do it. I was, yeah. So, it just you know, and then other stuff, working on a multitude of things throughout the week, as as usual, though. Yeah. How about as you, Brad? per usual? Did you have anything? Did you have anything new this week? I know. Yeah. There's one or two things that your boy was working on. Uh, hmm. Mainly this little thing that happened over on the Twitch channel called the First Class League, oh. FCL. FCL debuted this week, and I feel like I feel. Like, should we start with that? I guess we could start with that. Should we start with that? I mean, if you want to. I mean, you're the commissioner. Oh, that's right. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with some First Class League stuff. We made our debut on the Movie Trivia Showdown Twitch channel. This week, two matches live for the very first time. And I got to say, look, obviously, you know, in a live environment, things can can slightly go awry here and there. But I thought we rocked it for the very first show. Uh, Two fun matches. The main event was the main event was the main event. Really had fun with that one. And let, let me just like list off a couple people real quick. You know, PLD who uh, I've made reference to several times on this show. PLD stands for Pretty Little What? And um, he sure is an that, in... Yeah. I'm sure he is. And so is Mrs. PLD. <laughs> sorry, sorry, PLD. Oh, man. I, could, oh, no. I couldn't help it. He knows I love him. Um, pretty Long What? Um, anyway, <laughs> he uh, he's such an invaluable resource and a gem of a human being, much better than you, Frank Janish. And he, uh, I tell you what, though, that he is the main reason, really the whole entire staff that we have with the FCL, but he was such a big help um, getting everything off the ground, talking to players, and he and I coordinating. So got to give love to PLD. Got to love, give love, major love, major love and air horns, major love and air horns air. to Dwayne Burke. <laughs> Dwayne was able to run. What is that noise? You know, um, it's a jet engine going off right now, and uh, it's just – honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But uh, I see yeah. you, though. I see you, Frank and James, with the fresh fade. You're looking good. It's looking good. Oh, yeah? It's looking, looking good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My guy over down the street did a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, normally he doesn't. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Wow. So, yeah. so anyway – PL Daddy, as he's now being called in the chat, did you know he did a great job, and uh, Dwayne Burke ran that whole thing live. The thing is, we had all the produced graphics that you normally would see uh, in an edited movie trivia showdown match. We had them live, and and that was the first time that that's been done. And for Dwayne to pull it off as effortlessly as he did, uh, live scoreboard, live wheel, all these things going on was great. And then um, Jacob Patrick, who's been doing all of our graphics, great. Shout out to Sandy for helping out. Um, you know, the writing staff, Danny, Paul, uh, Grace, everybody over there who's been working, not Grace Hancock, uh, but Grace, everybody's been, you know, busting their butt here. We have some new additions coming on here soon. And then I got to give some major love to, to my co-host, the co-pilot, Miss Steph Sabra. Steph Sabra rocked it. You know, she hadn't done the movie trivia. She went on commentary. She'd done some post-game, but right. never the commentary. And... You know what? She she rolled with it. She rocked it. Um, learned how everything went um, real real fast. And I think that uh, I think that I found you know a partner to, to, to be able to be on the desk with um, for for the foreseeable future in the FCL. So uh, re- really proud of how all that went down on the tech side. 
But let's talk about the matches, Jens. Well, actually, before we do that, you watched live. I did. I did watch live on the Twitch uh, channel, Schmodown. Twitch.com slash Schmodown. Is that the Twitch.tv slash the Schmodown. Dot TV slash the Schmodown. There you go. Yeah, I did watch it on there. I was following the channel for a while, so I didn't need to remember the URL. It's much easier if you just follow it, and then it pops up for you. It is. That's what I do. Uh, but, yeah, tuning in. Um, I love the beginning packages you had there and hearing hearing your buddy Booker T, you know, and, and seeing the managers talk about the FCL. That was really cool. Really some cool packages you had in there and some other oh, things that I won't. Shout out to Adam Witt. How did I forget? Adam oh, Witt, Witt. Adam Witt, who put all those together. Adam Witt, the great nice. Adam Witt. Yes. Nice. Uh, I, won't, I won't I won't fully get into it because I don't want to spoil it for some people who haven't watched it yet. Um, um, but it's it's worth your time to to check it out. It's the first one. You had some nice bells and whistles on there. Dwayne did a, a great job uh, visually and, and technically speaking with all that. I thought it I thought it worked really well. Sure, a little a little hiccups here and there, but who doesn't have that uh, from time to time? Even on you know despite day one. Um, but all in all, I thought it, it worked really really well, and I was. I think I, what did I text you? I was like, for a first run, pretty good, pretty yeah. good, pretty, it, it, pretty, it. pretty good, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Abby, the Crusader, Corinne, Jared, Too Smooth, Haven, and uh, then our main event, Cooper, the Captain Barnes, and David, the Dynasty Campbell. Uh, they all came through, uh, rocked it. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it's still available over there on the. Um, Movie Trivia Schmodown's Twitch channel. And we're going to be live again this uh, this Tuesday. You know what? I guess I could b- break the news of who's going to be competing this Tuesday. Should I do that? Do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious because I was, I was wondering if you guys were going to do that at the end of the broadcast. But you didn't. You left us wanting more, which is always great. And so now I'm curious what, what news you're about to break. Yeah. So as you know, these things are always in flux. You know, you know, this is live, pal. We're live, pal. So schedules uh, have been flipped around. So some, the original plan, but we are so excited to have these matches on the schedule. So going down this Tuesday, Andrew Furtado will take on Robert Adams. Oh. Andrew Furtado and Robert Adams. You know Adams from the Adams Brothers and the Adams Family, of family? course. Right. And, um, yeah, and uh, he's been in the movie Tribute Showdown before competing in a team's, uh, team's match. He'll be competing in singles action. Andrew versus Adams going down on Monday. And then the main event will be Iman Frost, who we did see uh, have a little interaction with her friend Abby there on the last episode of FCL. We'll be taking on Gerald, the wise guy, Bataglia. And uh, oh. that should be that should be a fun match, yeah. Okay, so this Gerald Bataglia, I feel like really no one in, in the Schmodown fan base knows of this guy, but I did see his audition tape, and let me tell you, key on the last name Bataglia and what that could entail. Uh, maybe some people do know about him. Uh, maybe there was a video out there. I'm not sure if there was or wasn't. But let me tell you, I'm excited to see this guy play just because of his persona and what he brings to the table. But he's going up against Iman Frost, who um, I'm also very excited to see play. I'm, I'm excited to see everyone play, but your main event there. I like I like what I just heard, Brad. Well, you know what, and I hope the fans like it. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. I've already been getting calls from players and managers in the movie trivia schmodown trying to get the intel. 
hey, who, you know, hey, I saw the FCL. It looks really good. You know, who should we pick up? You know, really like this guy, David Dynasty Campbell. Really like Cooper Barnes. Everybody's looking good over there. Jared Haben looked like he uh, has a second life. Oh, Ab- uh, Abby Corinne was looking great. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the point. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Can, can I ask that's you a point. question, though? Because something you happened at the, at the very end. Maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but something happened at the very end with you specifically, and, and, and it looked like you were on a phone call. Can can you? I did. I was. Can you elaborate on that on that phone call for us out here? Look, right. here's the thing. You all, and and, and this isn't even me, <laughs> being the character of the boat. But you all know that I, that I have, you know, I've had my <laughs> finger in many pies. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, is that just a Texas saying? Maybe it is. Maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I am I I am somebody who's been ran in different circles before. I have kind of a all kinds of, of different networks and circles and and and, and, uh, and and you know industries that I've been a part mm-hmm. of. So when I found out I was doing the FCL, I made sure to call around, call in a few favors, check in on a few people who I think you know might bring something unique. To the movie trivia showdown, I went through the old Rolodex. I went through the old Rolodex and um, tried to figure out, you know, who would pop a rating, pop the okay. audience. I sent out some offers, and one of them, they obliged. They obliged. That was, you know, okay. so you know things are being worked out. Your paperwork is being sent over. We'll see what happens, and uh, as soon as. The time is right, Frank Janish. Mm-hmm. All will make sense. Okay, so basically, you just recapped what that video was. You didn't tell us anything brand new. You just told us what we had seen. Is that is that what you just did? Okay. So if I go into further detail, <laughs> oh yeah, the person who called wasn't the player; it was their representative. That's what it sounded like, Brad. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. and the representative <laughs> communicated to me that they yeah. were in and they wanted to play. And so the rep was talking to you about someone else to play, and they also the rep wanted to play. No, the rep didn't want to play. Okay, but 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 but, but the person they rep was interested. Right. Right. So he, so so they told me that he that they were interested, and then okay. they told me that they also were ready to go and wanted to play ASAP. Okay, so they were good to go from the jump. Okay. So they could play Tuesday if they wanted to. Is if that's how ready they are. Well, I just announced the card on Tuesday. Right? No, no, no. I'm but saying yeah, like theoretically. Yeah, yeah. You, you know like, what? You could see them on Tuesday. Oh, it's possible. Okay. It's, it's 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 possible. Did I say it's probable? No, but I did say possible. Tomato, tomato. We'll see. You know what? We'll, we'll, um, see, we'll see Tuesday. We'll see what happens Tuesday, guys, is what you're saying. We'll see what happens Tuesday. But, again, we have some good matches coming your way on Tuesday. This is the FCL. I really you know, will take any and all feedback. I'm glad that you all liked it. And, by the way, by the way, somebody, you know, for people who haven't seen it yet, I don't want to spoil it, but somebody kind of disrupted. Yeah. The, the, the interview there at the very end. Va, va, va. Va, va. Or so, da, you know. Da. 
da. Da? Va yeah, da? I, mean, I don't I don't know. Vader? Know language. <laughs> that's, and you that's don't know it very one. well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just listen to the rest of the stuff. So you'll, you'll find out. Let's uh let's let's talk though. Let's FCL, make sure you go check it out. I really had a lot of fun putting that first event on. And it was one of those things. Did you ever throw a party when you were younger? Or an event sure. of any kind? Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. And when you have when you when you're you're excited for it, you're excited to throw that event, and then as it got closer to the event or party, you were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait till this is over." Right? And then, then, because you know, it's all this planning and preparation. Like, oh my god, I just want to get through it. I just want to get it over with. And then it gets over with, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that again. That was so much fun. It's kind of yeah. my emotions as the nice. commish. As the commish, those those are your emotions. Okay. I I feel. Good. You know what? I feel like now I understand a little bit more of what the league has to deal with. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I understand the league. I mean, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. You're kind of in a similar role. You know, things scaled down a little bit, but yeah, yeah a little bit. I get you. Not as not as many yeah. players, no managers, right? By design. <laughs> Just trust me. Having to deal with managers. Come on now. Um, but <laughs> Frank Janish, Frank Janish, uh, that yeah. is the FCL. We want to bring back a segment this week because I've been thinking about something. Before we get to our matches today, we have an inner geek the match to talk about um, that I'm excited for. The the Barbarian taking on Alex the Demon Damon, the former mm. Star Wars champion, and I know he loves hearing Oof. that. That's a weird thing, yeah. Yeah, but um, when you think about inner geekdom, there's some names that pop up, you know, in your mind. Um, obviously, Rachel Cushing, one of those names. Right. Mike Kalinowski. You know, one of those names. And the first name that might pop into people's brains most recently, no, not Mark Anopic, no, not Chandra Dunapani. Kevin the Smasher Smets. Okay. Kevin the Smasher Smets. Yeah. yeah. And I and I know I know I know you're aware of him. I know y'all yeah. y'all are buddies. Y'all are friends. We all love Kevin Smets, right? Hashtag smash cancer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I mean that with the utmost sincerity. But I was thinking about Kevin when I was watching this Inner Geekdom match, and I'd be lying to you, Frank Janish, if I didn't say my blood was boiling thinking about the one encounter that he and I had in the movie trivia landscape in the form mm-hmm. of an exhibition-style match. Now, let me ask you, Frank Janish, if you miss one question, typically in a match, but you get everything else right, you would say that's pretty good. I'd say that's fantastic. It's a great I'd job. I'd say that's yeah. fantastic. I'd say that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, if the other person happens to go perfect, sure, that means you lose. But is it a real representation that that person was more knowledgeable about the subject than you? Or did they just happen to get a more favorable question than you? You know, because if you were asked every question as it pertained to the movie itself, not ancillary auxiliary awards that are completely auxiliary, irrelevant yeah. – to to what we're actually discussing has no basis on the film itself then really we both went perfect in that match and i'm talking oh. about myself versus kevin the oh smasher boy. spence all right okay all right so here's the thing i think that if kevin wasn't prepared if he wasn't ready right his back to the future recall would not be as good as mine so this is what i'm proposing mhm I'm proposing 
asking Kevin the Smasher Smets three Back to the Future trivia questions live Ooh. on the air. I oh. want to do hashtag Schmodown Cold Call. <laughs> Schmodown Cold Call? Schmodown Cold Call with Kevin Smets. Now, what do you what do you think of this concept? Um, I mean, I love it because I love anything that's off the cuff and not planned. So uh, we did this last week, the cold calling, and we'll see. And it worked. We'll he, it worked. And it worked. Eventually, yeah. Eventually it worked. Um, but if the people, the people, want yeah. to see Kevin the Smasher Smets get cold called and then called out uh, simultaneously, <clears throat> let's try – what should we do? 30 bucks again? Should we do 30 I don't know. This is we're talking about. We're talking about a champion here, and he's going to be answering trivia questions. Yeah, maybe like fifty. Okay, fifty dollars is the goal. The, to to bring back Schmodown Cold Call hashtag and, Schmodown Cold Call. And, and look, and and maybe Kev may not answer. So if you if, if we get fifty, um, we'll roll I'll it over. Call to next him week. until he answers. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> we'll call, call him, him next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll call, uh, just call him. Just the whole rest of the show will just be dial tones and dialing <laughs> until we get him on the phone. Um, okay, yeah, but I think 50 is reasonable. 50 yeah. is reasonable. So hashtag Schmodown Cold Call, um, $50 donations uh, by the end of by, toward, well, not the end of the show. Obviously, if we get $50 at the end of the show, that's kind of irrelevant. You know, like, we needed like 20 minutes, I think. In the next 30 20? Minutes, 30 minutes. 20, 30? Yeah. 20, 30, 30 minutes. minutes? Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll say We're so by – by the seven o'clock uh, Pacific hour, right? Seven o'clock okay. Pacific hour. We need to have uh, Kevin the Smasher Smets before then. We need to have try to get him on the show. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm okay. good with that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. But let's we'll talk see. about the matches, Frank Janish. Where do you want to start? Should we start with the IG? Um, I kind of want to actually talk about the first match, the singles match uh, between Paige for Betty and Paige for Brady and Peggy Gubbins because. I think, as we all saw in that promo, um, Peggy's story, uh, very emotional. And and this is one of the things about the Schmodown that I think is what is what ultimately will be its legacy. Um, yes, there will be incredible matches, title matches that we saw, like Andrew DeMolant and Alex Damon. There will be incredible wins and victories and losses, heartbreaking losses. Um, but there's also this aspect that the Schmodown has in terms of how it brings people together um, through a common, um, you know, goal or a topic of, of movie love, right? And, and Peggy shared that with her brother, her late brother Mike, and mm. that's how she found the Schmodown. And she watched the free-for-all, and then she was hooked. And then she was talking about the Schmodown with her brother, and sadly, um, her brother unexpectedly passed away. And then she got into the draft and then she's playing in the Schmodown. Um, and so that that whole that whole package that we saw before the match um, was really, really touching and and heartfelt and heartwarming. And that's one of the things I think the Schmodown has done so well is bringing people together and also uplifting people in ways in terms of, you know, it, depending where you at on your life, sometimes the Schmodown just hits you right where where you need it, and you go, "Look, this gave me something to look forward to. Uh, this gave me something to distract myself from. Whatever may be going on in your life, and it helps um, alleviate some sort of stress in our lives. I know it has for me in the past, certainly, where I may be going through something, 
and but I can go ahead and tune into a match and have a conversation with other people in the community, and it just takes my mind off of things, um, if if only for a little bit. And then I've, I've certainly made lifelong friends along the way, and Peggy's story is part of of the legacy that the Shmodan has in that regard, and so um, it just uh, I'm incredibly grateful that that Peggy is now in the league, and then we got to watch her play. Um, and that goes for really just about everybody we watch uh, and play because everyone comes into this with their own story. And Peggy's just certainly, uh, at this time, has quite an interesting uh, path, uh, as sad as it may be. Um, it's just incredible stuff and just shows you kind of how far the reach of the Schmodown can be at times, Brad. Yeah, um, I will say I didn't know beforehand and, and and i don't know how much of it was out there um but i you know i, I prior to me being a part of the fcl I, I didn't follow the fan leagues as closely right so i wasn't as familiar with the players and some of their stories and backgrounds and things of that nature and when i saw that promo um i was completely captivated by her story and was i mean brought to an emotional place you know i mean i uh back in uh, August, you know, lost my cousin that I was closest to, um, who was way too young to go. And um, when she showed those uh, messages, right, between yeah. her and her brother, and the last thing they talked about was the Shmodown, it made me think about reminiscing and going back and watching, I mean, looking at my last messages with my cousin, and I was just telling him, you know, how great of a dad that he was, right? And it just hits you. You know, it hits you a certain way when you can make that connection. And the fact that I could have that emotional reaction over a competitive movie trivia competition tells you that this is more about movie trivia. It's more than just about movie trivia, right? We get invested with the characters. We get invested with the people who play the game. You know, this is why Mike Kalinowski is brought to tears when he beats Rachel Cushing, because we are invested in the people. Not not just the game, the people. And... um. What what a moving promo, and I just I just felt bad in some ways for 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 the for the other side for the for the Boston badass <laughs> because it's like how how can you how can you not yeah you know what I mean how can how, you know what I mean how could you not cheer for her after seeing the story you know what I mean um, but but here's the great thing that match was fun. Oh, that was a fun yes. match. I love the talk. Uh, uh, they they didn't let it, you know, throw them. They went, they went for it, and I enjoyed the play and the interplay back and forth between between the two. That was, and that was the thing. Yes, we got the the, the sentimental stuff at the top, but both of them, boom, they just turn on a dime and go, "Let's go! I'm ready to go. No messing around. I'm I'm here to conduct business and win." And yeah. And they brought it from round one to the very you know final bell. And no matter what was going on in the match, and these were two competitive people that wanted to give it their all, put on a show, and you know whatever happened in between all of that, you know was was great, and or it was was going to be great despite whatever may have you know what's going on. So. But when we get into this match, it's a very competitive match, an entertaining match, but everything surrounding the questions that were asked in the match, I thought was just excellent from, from two rookie competitors, Brad. 
Yeah, and you know, to come in here, uh, two, two ladies who we heard a lot about, Peggy, and correct me if I'm wrong, Peggy was a part of the Fan League 4, right? Right, right. Yeah, for Peggy to come in with that Fan League 4 tag, you know, it worked out for Amaru. Amaru came with the hype. First, I mean, not first overall, but he was second overall pick, right? Yeah, yeah. Second overall pick in the draft. Sam's uh, first pick, yeah, yeah. And Sam picked second, didn't he? Right. So he was the second overall pick. Right, but yeah, yeah. Second overall pick, Sam's first pick. It's the same thing, Brad. You know? Why, why, why are you playing semantics with me here? Because I, I love semantics. You love semantics. I love it. You ever play the game? There's a game? Yeah. Is, it, is that the one with the sticks and the marbles? No, it's really more about like it's it's more like these rods that are look like sticks, and then there's little like these little tiny elder balls that kind of look like marbles. So they're not quite like that, but it's you know it's it's little differences. But I can understand how you might get those things confused. You know, semantics worked out well for Amaru being a part of the fan league four. Uh, Christy V, um, you know, not successful in her debut. Um, so, uh, you know, you're kind of batting 500 with the Fan League 4. Um, and then we, we get to see Peggy come in here. Do you think that that was on her mind at all, this Fan League 4 tag? I don't I don't know. Because it, it, when you do kind of brand yourself as the Fan League 4 coming into the draft and into the league, you're kind of putting a bit of a spotlight on yourselves, uh, for better or worse. And so there's going to be some type of uh, expectation, rightfully or wrongfully, uh, on, uh, on to deliver because when there's something attached to your name, like why am why should I be paying attention to you? Why why are you calling yourself the Fan League Four? You know what's that all about? Um, you're you're kind of expected, I think, sort of to perform and live up to whatever that, that that's supposed to mean. I think that just kind of like inherently goes with whatever uh, a moniker that becomes somewhat popular, if you will. Like okay, you should be good at something, and so I think by default. Uh, through no fault, I mean, through no fault of their own. It just is kind of like, you got to deliver. Amaru's got to deliver. They, I mean, all four of them have to deliver in some regard. So, it, it's, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got distracted. By, by uh, what? By what? By, <laughs> there, There's comments. Comments that are happening right now live the... in the chat. And Is it uh, this one? Is. This, this is the one. Hi, yeah. Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to pay attention to a word since Brad said he had his fingers in all the pots. Sounds sticky. Hey, look. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's a southern saying that, that no one else says, and it sounds suggestive. I, I, I mean, I've never heard it, but whatever you guys You've never heard, it. like, you have a lot of irons in the fire? You've heard yeah, that before? Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know why okay. you didn't say that. Just say well, you have, that. You have your finger in many pies. <laughs> I mean, like, I have a lot of plates in the air. Like, you know, that's another thing people say normally. I've seen, I've never heard of that. Never really? heard of plates in the air. Come on. Never heard the of that on? before. What are, you, what are you doing? Come on. Pies on? What do you put the... What? No. What do you put the oh, pies... Oh, what do you put the pies on? Kind <laughs> 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 of pies on. Yeah. You're not, even, you're not even Italian. I don't know. Look. Okay, look. PJ Campbell's have seen it. He, he's heard it. I mean, he heard it. But he says it doesn't make it any better. But I didn't know that that was a weird thing to say. That's a weird thing to say? Okay. Doesn't matter. Like, I don't... I don't no, no, no. It's more... <laughs> Let me not. Let me not illustrate. Let me not. <laughs> what is this? I, like, I you know. have your finger in many. Okay, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where your finger is. 
where it's been. <sighs> All right. The only thing that that, that, I, that concerns me at this point is uh, no one wants to see Kevin Smith be cold called. That's all I got to say right now. It's been 10 minutes. So, well, you know what? I, 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 I tend to agree with him. I tend to agree with <laughs> you him. Don't wanna, you don't want to challenge <laughs> no, I do. Kevin Smith on live on the air. Um, all right. Okay. What were we talking about before we. <laughs> I don't... The show's gone off the rails. Yeah. The show's gone really off has. the rails. Let's get it back on. Let's get it back yeah. on. This, is, this happens every now and then. We're talking, we're talking about the match. So, uh, as far as the play, though, between them, uh, Round one, do you have your stat sheet in front of you? Because this is yeah. your job. Okay. Yeah, round, round one, walk, walk me through it here, um, how both these ladies performed. Yeah, so for the most part, it was a back and forth round for a little bit there. Uh, but ultimately, it was four to six in favor of Paige. So uh, I think not the start Peggy wanted to have with four points, understandably so. Paige, pretty solid, you know, with um, six points there in the first. So, And it looked like... Um, you know, Paige might have an upper upper hand in this match. She looked pretty, pretty you know, impressive and, and confident throughout that. And it looks like Kev, or Peggy was kind of second guessing or got a little tripped up here and there. But um, Kate comes in with a great speech to kind of refocus Peggy and get on track, and it re- it really helped out because this was a great second round by both of these players. Well, real quick. PJ oh. Campbell with the fifty dollars. Get that dude on cold okay. call. Hashtag smash cancer. This dude will. just bailed you out, audience. Like, come on. He no. Bravo, he's, a, but... he's a he's a quality human being. Absolutely. He's a quality human being. So shout out to uh, PJ Campbell. I also feel like because Roxy Stryer called herself the queen of derailing things, I do feel like when we get to her match, we might do two Schmodown cold calls here. Well, it Uh-oh. won't be a cold call because I'm making it known if <laughs> she's still watching. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say who you're gonna. Okay. Anyway, but I might, but I might do that. But anyway, let's talk. Let's let's finish talking about this yeah. this match before we cold call uh, Kevin Spence. So Paige goes first. She spends away from Western, lands on Mystery, and she goes four for four for seven points. Pretty impressive. And um, in not an easy category. Yeah. That Mystery right. category was not easy. I mean, when, when they asked about the what was it, the Barry Levinson uh, Sherlock Holmes movie, she did check yeah, the multiple one, yeah. choice that, but. I was like, I don't know, Hound of the Baskervilles sounds cool. Let's go with that. Um, and but she was able to work her way through it in multiple choice, which I thought was a great strategy by a rookie competitor. Sure, you know she's been exposed to the game before, but to have the wherewithal in that moment, uh, especially when you have to spin the wheel, go first, to have the wherewithal in that moment to check the multiple choice on a question that you weren't sure of, hearing the answers again, she asked for that repeat of the question. I mean, of the answers, and she was able to get that job done. I actually thought that that was a poised professional performance. Yeah. That's, and that's what I think we're going to see from a lot of these rookie competitors who have followed the game for so long. They know how it works. They know the ins and outs. They know the rules. Um, you know, They know the strategies. And I think what you saw here from Paige was exactly that. I mean, she played this round as well as you can, uh, basically. And she used that multiple choice when she had to. She took her time, uh, I think. Uh, and I wonder how much... Uh, influence that is from Sam and how much she brought to the table to begin with. I'm sure there's collaboration of both, and um, it, it was really it was really fun to watch a, a, a rookie competitor come out with that type of poise, Brad, and, and really deliver in a spot where you have a two point lead. You should you want to capitalize on on that momentum, and right. by all accounts, she really did. No, she capitalized on momentum, and, you, and that's what you have to do in this game. We've seen it before. I mean, when you when you start to feel yourself, you feel that energy going. Um, it, it, it's able to propel you to the finish line. Also, though, 
can we give some love for the for the Boston for the Boston badasses smack talk? Oh, because great. you know what? She really didn't care. She not she did not care what anybody said. She was like, I'm going for the jugular here at any given moment, and they both had a really fun. Uh, like I said before, you know, back and forth with each other, almost remnant of Rick the Ray Duretis Daddy and Christy <laughs> V, right? Going yeah. back and forth with one another. I really love how these rookie players are just swinging for the fences in in terms of the character as well. Not that's another thing to be able to be able to think of that because I I know from the FPL this past Tuesday some of the competitors were like, oh my! Before we start, they're like, I'm so nervous right now. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And then to go in there and still be able to find the moments to put your character in, uh, you know, just great, just great. Yeah. John Kaiser's in the chat, by the way. I'm the king of derailing the buffet line at the Flamingo Hotel. <laughs> that is, that's, yeah, that's well, not surprise anyone, I think. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't surprise yeah. anybody. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, so uh, getting into that second round with Peggy, though, now she just saw Paige hit seven out of eight points, four for four, no steal opportunities. So she's up to bat. She spins, she lands on Oprah, and... This was a category that was on the wheel last match or the match before that that wasn't picked up. But I remember seeing, I was like, Oprah, what would, what was, what's that slice going to be like? And Peggy opts to take it. Now, I think it's a good move, especially if you've been doing your homework on those films. But it's a newer slice, and we all know how that goes in this game. So, newer slice hasn't been touched before. Well, we're thinking these are going to be questions that you would probably normally be asked right off the top. A little bit of a, quote-unquote easier variety more surface level quote-unquote so i think a calculated move in that sense to take the category and two i would like to know she kind of did her homework on oprah leading up to this match or if she was just she had already seen all these movies and kind of knew what was going on here but what she did uh, on the heels of page picking up an additional seven points she went perfect page or i'm sorry peggy she went perfect peggy. uh peggy peggy jeez peggy page peggy page Peggy, she goes perfect here, eight points, and really starts to put some pressure on Paige, I think, going into that final round, only um, down by one point, 13 to 12, uh, Paige with that one-point lead. But Peggy was was not going out without a fight. She trims that two-point lead to one-point lead with just a great round there. And and that, now we're into anything-can-happen territory with these final round uh, questions. Yeah, it, well, we well, we know that's how the final round goes. I mean, it's you know, the second round really used to determine your fate, as we always used to say, but the third round, it's really shifted to the final round. It's the final round for a reason. Uh, those threes and fives can but be— But you got to put yourself in the position to to, right. to make it all worth it, yeah. So break it down. How did round three go? Yeah, so Peggy, you know, she's up first. She hits her two. It goes back to Paige. She hits her two. It goes back to Peggy. She hits her three. And then it goes back to Paige. She's got to hit her three. Can't do it. And then it's down to the five for Paige. All of a sudden now she's in this spot where she's trailing. She's been leading the whole match. She outscored Peggy in round one. You know, for all intents and purposes, was pretty much even with Peggy in round two. Had a one-point lead coming into this round. So fate was kind of in her own hands as long as she could uh, answer her set of questions. But it comes down to the five. Um, she can't pull it out. And Peggy ends up winning this match um, after a very scrappy performance all throughout. Um, a big debut win for Peggy, a big win for the Den. Uh, Peggy answers 10 out of 14 questions while 
Paige, he answered 11 out of 15. So both missed four throughout the match. Um, just It just came down to that five-pointer for Paige to throw it back to Peggy and um, did not happen. But uh, just an incredible um, sequence of events from round one, round two, to round three. Um, tough loss for Paige because she was playing just excellent. She only, had, only missed one question uh, or two questions up to that point in terms of uh, the, until the final round. And so she was playing really great and looked very confident. But once you miss that, that, that three-pointer in the war category and then you're not able to capitalize and, and throw it back to Peggy off, off of that five-pointer, um, you know, that that was it. And it was just a tough way to, to lose the match for Paige. But don't let, you know, she does not let this result get to her because in her post-match, I mean, she was as fired up as anybody I've ever seen coming out of a win, Brad. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That's that's the way this game goes. That's the way the old mop flop, as they say. Sometimes, you know, you never know what the reactions, the emotions of the moment are going to be at, at any given point, especially after the win or after a loss. Things can heat up. Um, I, I still think, though, for either one of these women, for both of these women, I should say, um, here's ready. You ready for it? You ready for it? This is going to be my great Scott moment of the night. Can I get a great Scott? Both of these women, you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Are on the precipice of greatness. I see it in both of them. I love this match so much. I love these competitors. I think that with a couple more reps, as we always say, God, they're going to be on their way. Are they going to be on their way? And I think these are both great pickups. Fan League Four, you know, the name still ringing true to this point. So far, right? I mean, we're 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 looking we're looking good as far as play goes from these women. So uh, I, I was excited about it overall, and uh, now I'm ready to cold call. Oh, okay. Let's do so it. We're gonna call. I'm ready. So let's let, do it. Hopefully, he answers. Okay. So we're gonna cold call Kevin Smets, and then I'm really considering cold calling Roxy Stryer. <laughs> so let's cold call Kevin Smets real quick here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if he's ready? up for it. Yeah. And then you're going to ask him three See. questions? Like, right yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on, brother? Oh, <laughs> Kevin, hey. I called, the that, wrong, brother? I called the wrong Kevin. No, <laughs> Sorry. No worries, Sorry, I'll Bye, talk man. to you later, Sorry. man. Bye. Okay, that <laughs> was does, Kevin Bernhardt from Reality Wrestling. It did sound him like, like a teeny second. It did sound like for a teeny, teeny second. Wrong Kevin. All right, here we go. <laughs> he picked up on one <laughs> on one ring. That's pretty That's, that's, pretty that's my guy. Yeah, that's, that's my guy. guy right there, yeah. All right, let's see. Kevin, yeah, Kevin we're we're been on the no, he's probably screening this call. Hello? Hey. Hey, is this, is this Kevin Smets? This is Brad? This is, call. this is Brad Gilmore from the Schmodown Rundown. How are you? Oh, snap. Wait, hold on a second. First of all, Brad, is this you with your weekly calls begging me for a rematch in the Back to the Future <laughs> title? Because I told you, I'm trying to recover right now. I'm trying, you know, I, I got my battle ahead of me. I know you call me every week and you're like, hey, can we just do a quick, like, 10 minutes, 10 minute match? Can we do a quick 10 question match? Can we do an Iron Man? I told you, listen, it, 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 there's no, I'm the champion. And when I'm ready to defend my title <laughs> against you, I'll think about it. Okay. 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 First of all, first of all, first of all, uh, no, that's not what this call is about. This was me just Uh-oh. calling as a, a loving human being, wanting to check in <laughs> on one of the members of Parlington Square. And first off, first off, Kevin Smith. Peace Square Boys. Yeah, Peace Square Boys that's for right. life. You're, you're Right now you're live on the Schmodown Rundown. And, um, oh, I'm live? 
<laughs> oh, I should have. I should have. I should have started with that. I should have started with you that. You should have opened with that. I was about ready to, you know, goss with you guys. Goss, Talk you're gonna goss with me. Oh my god. <laughs> so you're live here on on the Schwanner Rundown. Um, first off, in all, says, how you doing, my man? How you feeling? You caught me on a good day, man. Uh, you know, I get about. It's funny. I get about four days. Out of, I get a three week cycle, and every chemo is a cycle. They call it or an infusion. And I get about, it's a three-week process, 21 days. And about the last four days is when all of the chemo has kind of gone out of my body and it's like my rest day. So I've been basically week one, I have the infusion with the, into the IV, into the blood veins. And then week two, I'm just completely obliterated. But week three is when I get to be off, off the sauce. I don't have to take chemo pills. I don't have to do anything. So I get a week off. And the first couple of days are kind of rough because my body's kind of coming down off it. It's crazy. My body's missing chemo. Who would have think? <laughs> um, but then uh, about, I get about good five or four days every three-week cycle where I feel pretty good. So you're catching me on the first day um, of it, and uh, that's this is when I try to be super husband. Like cook for my wife this morning, trying to help out with my, my kids more because when I'm in the throngs of chemo, I can't even pick up my kids with my hands. They, all the side effects like um, hands, neuropathy, and all that, it's pretty brutal. So – um, you're catching me on a good time, dude. Catch me on a good time right now. Well, I, I probably I, wouldn't have answered it if it's any other time. Well, honest. you know what? Well, I, you know, I appreciate I appreciate that you picked up on the second ring. It really tells me where we are uh, in, in our relationship. And I'm not trying to make you wait. You know, I, I love trust you. me. I know you. I know. I know. No one makes you wait. No one makes the boat wait. But oh, the point the point of me calling you, uh, you know, you 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 you're, you're talking about all this stuff with this Back to the Future match, blah 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 blah. Yeah. The point of oh, me well, actually, call- I'm the current champion of Back to the Future. Yeah, that. that <laughs> well, you know what? Was- you know what? You know, what? I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad that you said that because here on the Schmodown Rundown hashtag Schmodown Cold Call, we're cold calling the 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 quote unquote Back to the Future champion Kevin the Smasher Smets and Kevin quote unquote. There's yeah. no quotes, bro. <laughs> well, look, look. The way I see it, we both answered all relevant questions to Back to the Future perfectly. <laughs> there was one auxiliary, auxiliary, auxiliary award that really isn't necessary or e- even pertinent to the film at, at hand. Nevertheless, Kevin Smets, this is what I, <laughs> this is what I want to do. I want to okay. see. Because it is, you said it's a good day for you. You're talking a lot of smack. You're making the boat feel bad about himself. Uh, I want to ask you. Three Back to the Future trivia questions on the spot. Come on. How do you feel about this? You don't want to do it, do you? Listen, I, ha- I have not trained. What did I tell y'all? Oh. I'm not prepared for this. What, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? The man's scared. He's scared. I'm not scared. I'm the champion. Like, you know, I haven't looked at, I haven't opened up a notepad since before Chandru last year. And, you know what? Go ahead. Let's do it. Three okay, look. Go. Oh, look. There it Listen. is. These are just off the top, right? These are off the There's top. Something very familiar about all this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready to go. How much does Biff have to pay to get the manure clean from his car? And if you need multiple, I'll give you multiple. I don't need multiple, but um, he says three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. But actually, there's a there's a there's an actual number for it. Um, it's three hundred and two bucks, I think. But it's three hundred. In the movie, he keeps saying, "You're going to charge me three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars." But You're, no, look, actual, look, look, look! Don't overexplain yourself. Don't overexplain <laughs> yourself. Three, three hundred is right. Three hundred and two dollars is my answer. Then. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I don't want. I don't. 
Okay, go ahead. You're right. Okay, just relax. <laughs> relax. God. You I thought I called you on a good day. I thought I called you on a good day, not a moody day. Jeez, you're, you're biting my head off. Okay. 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 Here's the thing. What does, in 1955, what does Doc Brown refer to the enchantment under the sea dance as? Oh, a rhythmic, a rhythmic, it's so funny. It's a rhythmic ceremonial. Uh, <laughs> Is he going to get it? You got There's it. There's a third word I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get you the third word, but it's a rhythmic uh, ceremonial ritual. Yes, 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 you got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude. I wow. swear to God, I swear to God. That's a ritual. Yeah, ritual. Yeah, a rhythmic yeah. ceremonial ritual. Okay. This is. This, I feel really. This is a blind. I feel really. Uh, this is a, this is an ambush, and I don't appreciate <laughs> it. But I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna All keep right. going. Last one, and then I will drop the beef with you. Okay, and we will <laughs> we wait. Have beef still? Of course, we have beef, Kevin. I figure me being a cancer patient by now would like you know squash the beef. But, you know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Hey, if you can't laugh at it, what can you do? Uh, don't worry. <laughs> well, you know what? It absolutely changes nothing. Uh, we still have beef. Nothing. I hate you. I cannot I hate wait. you for life. Oh okay. God. Let me tell you something. I have every day I sit in that fucking chemotherapy chair and I look at that fucking poison enter my body. All I think about is getting back so I can fucking beat you single-handedly in an Iron Man Back to the Future match on state. Not fucking this stupid. Sorry. Am I allowed to cut? No, no, no. Let's <laughs> refrain from the profanity. You, me, fist up, cross the stage, me staring you down. Well, I answer questions correctly, and I knock you down to where you belong. Bradley. Okay, last one, Kevin, and then I'm going to hang up one, in your one. face, okay? I'm <laughs> okay. Speaking about the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, it was on Saturday night, the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. What was the tagline written on the poster? Whoa. The, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Watch the language. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. Christian's going to text me. I later. will give you multiple if you need it. I would like multiple choice for this. Okay. Did it say the enchantment under the sea dance? Come swim with the fishes. <laughs> By the way, did you write these alternate? Did you write all of these? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Come swim with the fishes. It's, <laughs> it's hip, daddy o. <laughs> <laughs> cool it pops or third one? cool cool it pops cool it pops that's or just, I, that's, I want that to be the answer but or be there or be square okay uh i'm gonna say that the first three were so much full of your fucking personality and your <laughs> adorableness know. That the third, the fourth one is boring, but I think that that's probably what it is because uh, the other three are totally Brad Gilmore special. So Harley can <laughs> swear all in. I didn't get a perfect game because I had to go multiple choice or perfect PPE, but I'm gonna say be there or be square is the option is the answer. And you are correct, Kevin Smets. Okay, you know what? I'm taking it away. I'm dropping the beef right now. <laughs> no, there's no beef. Hey, I want you to pick that beef up and you put it back in your freezer, pal. Put that beef in the freezer, because when I when when the when the fucking bill comes due, when I come back into this league and I destroy everybody, the number one guy on my list is Chandru. But then the second guy on my list is you, pal. <laughs> All right, you know what? 
I'm happy that you're having a good day. I'm happy that you're smashing cancer, but I am so unhappy yeah, that you, you keep you me on a great day. This is you, great. Thank you. You keep you dropping the F word. So I'm going to drop you right now. Kevin the Smasher Smets, love you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Oh, I love Kevin. Love you guys. Bye. God, how many F words does a man have to wow, drop? Wow, yeah. Man. Jeez. God, he was hyped up. He was hyped Dude, up. Dude, he's ready to go, though. He's ready. He's Smasher, man. He's ready to go. Yeah, John Kaiser says, uh, Smash, beat this rowboat big mouth <laughs> again. Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well yeah. And anyway. Anyway, that I kind of regret that doing great. that call. You threw it was great. I regret doing it. That was phenomenal. That might be our best cold call yet. It was pretty good. I will it say it was good. pretty good. It's an all-timer. Okay. It's an all-timer. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Um, that might be a, a clip out on the Schmodown Extra channel. Oh, just saying. 100%. 100%. You might have to do a couple little beeps. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, let's talk about the Intergeekdom match. You had Alex Damon versus the Barbarian. Now, the Barbarian yeah. was talking all, he was talking a lot of smoke. You know, he was talking a lot of smack on, 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 the, you know, on Twitter, on, on Facebook, on YouTube chats, on Schmodown Backstage, especially. He said he could pretty much beat everybody to ever play the game, is what he said on Schmodown Backstage. And he said that he was the Finstock Exchange best option to go out there and win the Intergeekdom Championship of the World. Before we talk about the match, did you agree with that assessment from the Barbarian? You know, that's. I feel like he has the drive to do that. I really do. When, when he talks, when he talks that talk, I believe he one thousand percent believes in himself that he could dominate wherever he wants to. I, I believe that. And I think he certainly has the drive. Now, is he at that stage? That I think he was at that stage? I, I did not think so. I, I thought he's a really great player. I think coming into this match, coming into this season as a whole, really, I thought he's going to take big leaps. And I thought, you know, if he's going to going to compete for a title, um, is it in singles? Is it in our geekdom? Is it in teams? Well, we kind of know... A little bit what's going on with teams with the with the tournament coming up and he's not in it with inner geekdom he has a shorter road if he gets past alex damon then he faces kalinowski then he gets a title shot so singles is a little bit of a longer road so i thought perhaps inner geekdom would be his best shot so and with alex damon i think um being a former star wars champion who who did i think some impressive work in last year's tournament where he certainly got exposed in that mike kalinowski match um, you know, I still thought Damon was going to put up a good fight, but Barbarian, I think, I was thinking he was a well, more well-rounded player than Alex Damon coming into here. So does he have the capability and, and the drive to do it a thousand percent? Do I think he's going to get there one day? I really do. Although I got to say, after watching this match, there's a name that comes to mind when I mentioned, when we mentioned Barbarian, and I'll tell you that name after we go through this match. Oh wow! Look at look at Frank Jash becoming a broadcaster. That's what we call a tease, ladies and gentlemen. It's what we call a tease. Um, okay, well let's talk about it. Uh, Alex Damon, though, let's think about his mentality. Um, this is rough. That's a rough rebound, you know, to have yeah. to go into intergeekdom instantaneously, almost after you lose your Star Wars championship that you've held longer than anybody. And um, I wonder. You know, 
how you rec- how do you, how do you think he recovered from that? Because he seemed to be a little bit irked uh, by the fact that he was even referred to <laughs> as the former champion. Yeah, this is this is tough. I I, I got to imagine having the belt for as long as he did, and even coming to intergeekdom matches, he had the belt. You still have that title around you. You know, coming. This is the first match he's playing. Even though it's outside of Star Wars, he does not have that belt. He cannot be called the champion. I mean, he is a champion, but he just doesn't have the belt. And so, it was a tough. It was a tough loss. You know, just right there at the very end um, of that Star Wars match against Dean Vellante. And then having to play an inner geekdom match against Barbarian, who you know is no slouch. He's he's a fantastic player. He knows his stuff. Um, and you know Barbarian's been hunkering down on inner geekdom, whereas if you're Alex Damon, your attention has been paid a lot to Star Wars. You wanted to defend that title, and you came up short. Then you have to switch gears into inner geekdom. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, this, was, this was definitely a tough spot for Alex Damon, but... Um, you know, I, I I certainly thought he was up for the challenge, and well, this this was an this was a, a fascinating match. It was fascinating. Should should we do another cold call and get Stryer on the phone and ask her what she thought about Alex Damon? Or should we or should we wait on that cold call? Should we should we save Roxy when she's not expecting it? Maybe maybe yeah, I think maybe she might be expecting this one. That's that's yeah, because now it takes it takes the fun out of it. You know, I didn't think and maybe you know we only need one per show. We don't want to you know. Well, like, we don't want to spoil the spotlight. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Roxy, you got to stay of execution. <laughs> but people say, <laughs> people say, we put your finger in mini pies. Okay. Oh, um, well, let's break it down. Let's start with round one. Uh, uh, Frank, how'd it go? Well, so first round, I mean, all even up at eight apiece there. So right there, uh, I think it showed you this was gonna be a tight match. That's what I certainly thought. And then uh, Barbarian in that second round, he ends up with Spider Man. And this is where I started to go, hmm, interesting. Uh, Barbarian now, why did that... you say, hmm, interesting? Because he misses that first question in round two. And mm-hmm. Alex Damon steals it for a point. And you go, oh, that was the That was the electro question, right? Yeah, yeah. And I go, huh, all right, this is this is interesting. Let's see what happens here. And and then it looks like Barbarian bounces back here for the next three questions. He gets two, uh, two points apiece on those. And then the fifth question... He goes multiple choice again, misses it, and then once you know it, Alex Damon steals it for a point. He just picked up two points on steals against Barbarian, and, well, um, very, very interesting to say the least when you're looking at the position that Barbarian was now facing because he only picks up six points out of a possible ten and gave up two points. Uh, that was not something that I was prepared to watch happen there, Brad. You know, I will say, and I still am a barbarian, you know, uber barbarian fan. Always will be. The guy is the goods. Yeah. But I do slightly might want to, you know, retract a statement from earlier this season in regard to Saul. I think that after seeing this, you know, Saul. Is is I think he and Barbarian are probably evenly matched in IG. Right? Hmm. It's It was at least a thought that came across my yeah. my brain no, as I was valid. watching this. Yeah. As I was watching this. So I might want to retract some statements about Saul. I was just saying let's not overhype him. Hmm. Um sure. but for a category like Spider Man, I would think 
rather than these broad Marvel categories or DC categories or you know uh, uh, time travel or, or, or yeah. what, what what's the pirate one called? Swashbuckling adventure. Swashbuckling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are sometimes broad. With Spider Man, there's what the three Raimis, the two Garfields, and then mm-hmm. the two standalones uh, in MCU. But then like Civil War. Infinity War, Endgame, you know. Those count? Also in, yeah, those count. He's in those. Are those count? In those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But still, right. the solo Spider-Mans, you know, Homecoming and Far From Home with, with Tom Holland, you would think that this is a pretty studyable category, is what right. I'm saying. You know, right. less than a less than, less than than a dozen movies overall. And um, some of these... Oh, Spider-Verse as watching. well. Right. Ryan Kramer points out in the chat. Oh, Spider-verse. into Spider-Verse. Thank right, you. Right, right. Duh. Right. How could we forget an aca- the only one of these that won like an Academy Award <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. for like best whatever? Um, so a dozen movies, still a studyable category. A studyable category. And some of these you grew up with, like that first O2 Spider-Man was such a phenomenon at the time. I, f- I feel like I know every frame of that movie. I watched it so many times as a kid, as did everybody. It was the box office champion for a while for opening weekend. So I was a little bit surprised that, that Barbarian didn't perform at a, at a higher level. Yeah. For for Spider Man. And I just was wondering, I was like, well, okay, is that foreshadowing what we're going to see in this match if he's performing like that? Um and then Alex Damon went. So let's break down Alex Damon. Well, um the Star Wars champion, former Star Wars champion lands on Star Wars. And I understand what he's saying there in terms of I want to show people that I have other things to offer, that I know other stuff. But at the same time, Roxy's like yeah, but we're in the business of winning, so let's right. let's get this dub. And absolutely, absolutely, you have to take that. And then he does what everyone expected him to do, and just runs the table. And then before you know it, Barbarian, he is down by six points going yeah. to the final round. And now you're just like, how did this happen? Well, a two, two, you know, one point steals certainly helps. But getting Star Wars in your second round and, and you run the table there, that obviously helps a lot. And I know people will probably might look at this and say, well, Alex Damon, he got he got Star Wars. That, that's what he's that's what he does. Well, you know what? There are other players in inner geekdom that have specialties. You know, also Alex Damon, very proficient in Middle Earth. Like that's yeah. not an easy category as yeah. well, right? So it's not like this dude's a one-trick pony, not at all. I mean, I think he's also um, pretty pretty good in a, in a, in a variety of other slices. Um, and there's some areas where he showed some weakness, especially last year against Mike Kalinowski. You know, he pointed to DC and all that. Like, I'm sure is that shored up more than it was last year. I would like to think so, based on the caliber of player that Alex Damon is um, as a competitor. So I understand his wanting to display more uh, a wider array of knowledge to prove that, but. Like Roxy said, you know, we're here to win. And he did a hell of a job yeah, here. But, but also, I mean, the other point, too, that I'm trying to make is that other players out there, like Mike Kalinowski, dude's a DC guy. Like, because DC, you're, you you react the same way the way Alex Damon got Star Wars. You, all right, well, there you go. If Mike Kalinowski gets DC, you go, all right, well, there you go, right? If if Barbarian was to get a Jurassic World category, you're like, all right, well, there you go. Like, it's one of those. So I know some people might point to it and go, ah, oh, well, I'm not sure. But, like, that's the game. That's that's the game. People have these home run hit slices. And if they get it, you know, sometimes it's lights out. And sometimes it's not. 
But, you know, I think either way, it, it was very exciting to watch former Star Wars champ Rock Shop in Star Wars and go up six points. It was it was pretty incredible. Yeah, and I love that Roxy was the consummate manager of just saying, Hey look, hey look, man, like I know that I know you think that's cute, right? <laughs> It was like, remember the movie Brink? Isn't he trying to do like a 900 or something or some kind of double yeah. axle something? something right, stupid. right, right. And I think I think the, 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 the girl on the team was like, look, just go out there and do you. Don't try all this other crazy stuff, right? For, uh, for uh, Roxy talking to, I think I just completely fumbled the football in the storyline of Brink. I don't think that that happened at all in the movie. But for some reason, that <laughs> I feel like it happened, but maybe it didn't. But for Roxy to have the wherewithal as a manager to talk uh, her player down off of that because it's easy to get that vibrato and and want to have the ego creep in. Not that I'm saying that Alex Damon's an, an egotist by any stretch of the imagination. He seems actually one of the most humble guys in the entire planet uh, or, or in the galaxy, maybe I should say. But for him, um, you know, I'm sure there's something some, somewhat of a chip on his shoulder. You don't want to be seen as a one-trick pony. But in that moment, it was crucial for Roxy to, to do what she did. And that is why always and forever Roxy Stryer, hashtag manager of the year for last year. I still believe that. But um, to go into this third round, Barbarian did the, what, exactly what he had to do. Yeah, he, he knew exactly what he had to go out there and do. He had to go lights out, right? Two, three, five, let's go through it. Let's put the pressure back on, on, on the demon. And for Alex Damon to miss his two, I mean to get his two, okay, He's fine, but then he misses his three, and he has to hit his five in order to win the game. And then you hear the question surrounding the world and the universe of Jurassic Park, right? This was a Jurassic World question. Yeah, yeah. And it was name the four or two of the two four, four raptors yeah. that Chris Pratt's character takes care of. Now, everyone remembers Blue. Right. For some right. reason, we Easy. all remember yeah. blue. Everyone, Everyone remembers blue. So it was like kind of a layup there. You just had to get one other one. What did Alex Damon do, Frank Janish? He said all four of them. He was like Delta, Alpha, <laughs> Omega, Blue, <laughs> Indigo. Yeah. He yeah. started naming the other dinosaurs. Right. I mean, he rattled them off so quickly. I was so impressed by by that pull because I did think when he when he was hearing the question, it, he had that look on his face. His nonverbal communication was saying. Ooh, I don't you know, he almost threw me. And right. then he's like, Ba 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 yeah. ba how you like me now to Dow. I think I think his facial expression was more now now that we know the result of match hit, I think the inner workings in his brain was more like, How do I want to deliver this answer? I think that's more of like how what what it what's going on in the brain, not in terms of what's the answer, it was more of like, How do I wanna deliver this? Put a little punctuation on this match. And and then he did exactly that. Yeah, Blue, Charlie, Delta, and Echo. Um, so hats off to him for just a great performance. I mean, solid first round, obviously, from both. Eight points there, perfect in the second. And while he did have a bit of a stumble there with that three-pointer, he seals the deal on a five-pointer. And now, and now, he has a rematch against Mike Kalinowski, and that's a number one contender match. Player will face Mara Kanapik for the IG title. Alex Damon is one match away. One match away for for vying for the Inner Geekdom title. I mean, would you have ever thought we would be in a world 
where Alex Damon would not be the Star Wars champion and could possibly be the inner geekdom I, champion. Nuts. Like, that's absolutely bonkers nuts. to me. You know? <laughs> it's absolutely I mean, we're nuts, a ways but... away from that possibility, but crazy. I love, though, either way that match could go. You know? Think about it. If Kalinowski pulls it off, we're going to get to see Mara Kalinowski. Is that three? That's their third match, right? For, no, is it? Didn't anyway. they play twice? Not, am I missing one? They played at the Spectacular. Was that their first encounter? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, right? I think. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is the trilogy? This is, if it's not, it's the rematch. Yes, you know, you're right. You're, you're right. Because they played in the tournament. Then they played. They played in the tournament. They played in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, the tournament. yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Woo! Tournament I was like, come on now. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Can I tell everybody something? Can I tell everybody something? When Frank Janish looks like somewhat confused, yeah. I automatically think that I'm wrong. <laughs> like every time. I'm like, oh, I must be wrong about this because he's looking confused. But uh, yeah, it was the tournament final and then the spectacular. The spectacular, yeah. 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 Um, so this would be, that would be the, the, the trilogy fight, right? The trilogy fight, which would be sensational. Sensational if we could see that for the third time. Right. But then... Alex Damon, Mark Hanopic. Wow. Woo. I and like Molly's that. And Molly's on the dungeon, so it's Woo. like, <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's another little tiny wrinkle with that as well, on top of it being an intergeekdom title match. Woo. Save the drama for your mama, but man, that is some cool stuff that I'm really excited for, and I'm also excited, Frank Janish, that we were able to get together, have a little conversation, but yeah. is there any final words about any of this stuff that went on this week that we should... I think um, what we're seeing thus far in the season is highly entertaining matches from veterans and rookies alike, and I think that bodes well for the rest of this season. And I'm looking forward to the free for all later uh, coming up this month. You know, it's April now, so um, curious to see what rookie rookie competitors competitors we might see in the free-for-all given how they've performed so far early on in the season um we should mention real quick that uh what was revealed today on on in the facebook group and on the website the the free agency and trade deadline uh machinations how that all works you can go over to the, the go to the faction standings for 2021 and and look at how that's all going to operate but there is a list of i don't know like 20 some something players that are eligible to be picked up by Schmodown managers as long as they have an available spot on the roster. So will some managers make adjustments, moves? I mean, we're kind of early on into the season. You know, that that pickup date will start April 15th. Um, so managers will have the option to drop a player to pick up a player. Um, I'm curious how how if any of that will really actually happen because we're so early on to the season although i do suspect that it's possible that a manager might have gotten word of a player that they drafted that says like hey i'm not really available or i am not available for this amount of period of time so that might come into play in terms of why certain managers might drop players i don't know if that's going to happen but that's really the only thing that i can think of why we might see some some a little bit of a shakeup and shakeup is probably not the right word but it'll be interesting to see if any players from that list like you know 
Blades of the Party is on that list. Jared Haven, who just came out of FCL match win, is on that list. And there's others um, that I think you guys should go check out. You haven't seen it in the Facebook group or on the ShmoodOnLive.com faction standings page. So I'm interested to see what it's going to be like in a couple of weeks there. Yeah, and as a uh, as the commissioner for the FCL, I'm very interested to see um, how this free agency period works. If anyone gets dropped, if anyone gets picked up out of my league, uh, out of the league, I should say, of the FCL. I called it my um, league. Well, it's like I'm, I'm thinking, okay, out of my stuff, you know. It, well, you yeah. know what? I run it, so no, you're all shut your mouth. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, Frank Janish. This is yeah. an exciting time. And you hey, know what, man. Tomorrow, tomorrow we're watching uh, Bradley Tingle of Swag going up against Ty Lieberman of the Finsock Exchange. So uh, two rookies there uh, facing off tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So tune into that one because uh, I think, uh, you know, Swag wants a win. Um, another win there after, on the heels of Paulo Yama with that victory. And Ty Lieberman, I'm sure, who's friend of Barbarian and, and one of the reasons why he's on the exchange, I'm sure he would like to avenge the loss of Barbarian. So that's going to be a great match tomorrow. Two rookies. Uh, excited to watch that. I am as well, man. And uh, you know what, Frank Jess, you said it all. You have said it all. I always do. You always do. So go ahead and... Uh, you know, make sure you change yeah. the bandages out on that shaving spot. And we will see you all next week here on the only show that matters. The Schmo Down Rundown. How you like me now. Bow. Bow, bow. 